right, good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Coffee Break. Doug with you this morning, and uh, hope your week has gone well. We are ending up another week at this time, and as we end another week, we are continuing to watch the things that are happening happening in Israel. As a matter of fact, just a couple of days ago, I was talking with a friend of mine who really was struggling with the events that were happening in that region. And in my inquiry about why are these, why are you struggling here, she was talking about that she didn't know what, what to believe. Now, there's a lot of news out there, and a lot of it's good, a lot of it's bad, a lot of it we have no idea what's right or wrong. There's a lot of things that we can do to tell if what we are receiving is the truth, and maybe we'll talk about that in a different, in a different day. And of course, when I'm talking about myself teaching, uh, news writing and reporting, or digital writing, there's things that that tests that we can do to determine if the information is valid or not. But anyway, that's another day and another time. But what concerned me the most is that there's a lot of stress, a lot of worry, and people not understanding what to believe. And I can see that to a point even in the even in the uh, protests that are going on, it's just like people. How can you, how can you be on that one side? How can you be on the side of the Palestinians based on what Hamas did to the Jewish people back on the seventh or eighth of October? So there's a lot going on here. And, and today, what I want to do is I want to talk about a couple of things. I want to talk about what Jesus said about not worrying about things. And and then I, I found an article that was really good. And I'll explain that in just a minute. First of all, let's read out of the scripture. That's where I want to start today is in the word. Comes out of Luke chapter 21. We'll start with verse 10. It says, then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There'll be great earthquakes in various places, famines and pestilences. And there'll be terrors and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors for my namesake. This will be your opportunity to bear witness. Settle it, therefore, in your minds, not to mediate or meditate beforehand on how to answer. For I will give you a mouth of, and wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. You'll be delivered up even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and some of you they will put to death. You'll be hated by all for my name's sake. Now, here's, here's the key. But not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your lives. So he's saying to them, listen, things are going to happen. And Jesus is telling his disciples, expect these things, but I'm going to protect you. There's nothing that they can do to your spiritual nature. So there's three things that Jesus is talking to his disciples about that would really start to occur before the destruction of the temple. Now, this initial destruction of the temple that he's talking about is by Titus and the Roman army that, that happened in 70 AD, and also one that would occur later. So there's two destructions of the temple, two destructions that he's talking about here. First, 
Jesus said that others would claim to be Messiah. So he was telling them, don't be deceived. Second, he said that there would be wars occur, and when these things happen, don't be frightened. The end would not come right away. Then he said, third, that there will be a tremendous earthquake or many tremendous earthquakes causing famines and pestilences. But that last thing, the earthquakes and the famines and the pestilences, those events didn't occur between Jesus' day and the fall of Jerusalem. These events that Jesus is talking about is in the tribulation time period. Then Jesus says there'll be a lot of persecution of believers. It'll be common and it'll also be severe. Now we did see that in Jesus's time between the um, destruction of the temple, we saw the disciples were being persecuted at that time. But I say all this is Jesus is telling his disciples, don't fret about this. Stand firm. Now, let's move this on to today. There's a lot going on. And we talk, we've talked about, and go back and look at some of the archives, we've talked about Jerusalem and how Jerusalem or Israel is God's chosen people. And that there was a promise made between God and Abraham. And that promise was unconditional. It wasn't conditional upon how the Israelites lived their lives. All right? So how do we... How do we process what's going on? We live in a time where information is so, so quick and so rapid, and we're seeing things almost in real time. And it tends to bother us as we see human life destroyed and human life that, that is being slaughtered in various ways. That does disturb us. So how are we to, how are we to process these things? Well, CBN News had an article back on November the 1st. Uh, Lori Johnson is the author of the article, and it was an interview between uh, probably Lori and Dr. Uh, Longdren, which is a Christian counselor. Well, the Christian counselor gave her 10, I think it was 10 items. No, it was six items. Six items that would help us try to navigate these times. Okay, number one, stay informed, but stay in Scripture as well. And I think it's good that we do stay informed. I know a lot of people say just quit watching the news. If you quit watching the news, you won't have to worry about these things. But that's not the case. Our minds will begin to wonder. The creativity in our minds, the, the, uh, the things that we develop, the imagination will begin to run wild. So stay informed. And I think staying informed will also help us as we, as we walk every day to be able to have those conversations with other people and to be able to point to Christ through those conversations. So stay informed, but don't let the information of the news be your God of the day. Make sure that you stay in Scripture. Uh, number two, don't bury yourself in bad news is what she says. There's a lot of Bible verses that talk about guarding your minds. We see it in Proverbs 4.23. Also, 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, take captive every thought. So don't bury yourself in bad news, but make sure that you're putting good news in front of you as well. Think on good things, okay? Uh, number three, she says to start and end your day with God, not the news. 
In other words, when you get up in the morning, instead of turning the news on, maybe you need to be opening God's Word, whether it be on your Bible app on your phone, whether it be opening up the pages, printed pages of God's Word and spending time to start your day with the Father, okay? Practice gratitude. Practice gratitude. The verse that Dr. Landgren says points out to 1 Thessalonians 5.16, excuse me, which says, give thanks in all circumstances. So we're always trying to find a method of giving thanks. Number five, stay connected with people. Don't hibernate in your own home or in your man cave or in the in the place that you've set up i say man cave for me but maybe if you're female maybe you have another place that's your quiet place okay so stay connected with people love one another and number six practice forgiveness ephesians 4 21 is a verse reference here forgiving one another okay so maybe this will help you through the day today and I don't want you to hide from the news and hide from what's going on, but I want you to understand what's going on and understand that this is highly possible, the time and place where we see prophecy being revealed. All right? Think on these things. This will give you something to think about all weekend. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Have a great weekend. God bless. Bye-bye.